how's it going tonight, everybody? We are Run The Real featuring Mike, Terry, Fox, and Dan. And we're back with another movie in our martial arts movie category. Oh yeah. Round two. Fight. And this, yeah, this one, it's a lot of fighting. What, What is this one, Fox? You picked this one. Oh, I did. It was one I kind of picked up on a whim real late one night several months ago. The night comes for us. You watched it at night, huh? <laughs> I did, you know. I think I was kind of on a phase where TV had inspired me to go just watch some random martial arts, and I thought, what the heck? And then I was stunned and shocked <laughs> at 2 a.m. <laughs> oh, I can imagine. I would have a hard time sleeping after this movie, but we'll get into it. This movie's like, I don't know, there's a bunch of people from The Raid in this movie, right? Yep. Like, a lot of that cast is in this, like The Raid, Raid 2, so that's kind of cool. If you've seen that or know what it is. They're two very uh, highly acclaimed action movies, Indonesian action movies, and they're they're great. Yeah, and I think this is also Indonesian, right? I think so, yeah. I think I was reading that it was kind of ironic that it's it's a Netflix movie, but Netflix is banned in Indonesia. <laughs> I did see that on the trivia. I had no idea. That's funny. Huh. What's this movie about, Fox? You know, I think IMDb sums it up pretty well. Ito, a gangland enforcer caught amidst a treacherous and violent insurrection within his triad crime family... Upon his return home from a stint abroad. Wait, what? That's not a good sentence. I was, I was a little, I got a little lost in the middle there. I think they need an up in there. I take it back. I think they mean to say Ito, a gangland enforcer, is caught up in a treacherous and violent insurrection within his triad crime family upon his return home from a stint abroad. Man, they just need to re organize that sentence yeah we're, we're gonna spoil this movie so if you haven't seen it and you're worried about spoilers you know go watch it and come back we'll be here i guess we could just get started what do you guys think of this movie the night comes for us terrible name it is it has i, I don't know what it has to do with anything so yeah what is it i don't understand yeah why it's a cool name that's for sure but it doesn't make any sense with like what the movie's doing or like it's themes even i would say i don't know yeah i don't cool title irrelevant to the plot <laughs> i think it's got something to do with the guy being a triad and then trying to get away but he can't because of all the bad stuff he's done but it doesn't fit well. It says darkness has caught up with him. He's haunted by his demons. I don't know what they were thinking. I, the, the, the sequel they want to make is called Night of the Operator. And since Ito's called the Enforcer in the triad, I feel like they could have just called it Night of the Enforcer. But I don't make the big bucks. But I guess they make the moderate bucks. So... And they could call it It Comes at Night, and it would still <laughs> yeah, It would apply just as much. Ito comes at night. Just add an O on there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there you go. I do get those two titles confused when I like think about this movie. It's like, is it It Comes at Night or The Night Comes for Us? I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, I had to look this movie up multiple times in IMDb, because I was like, what are we watching? It's something night, but... 
Oh, they should call it for us. The night comes. <laughs> yeah, that's sorry. Is Yoda on like their title board of or something? <laughs> the night comes for us. It does. <laughs> Perfect. You know, like this movie, I'm just going to get it out here at the start. Like this is a good movie. The fights are amazing. And this movie is like more fights than anything else, which is awesome. But, oh, man, is it disgusting. Like, I hated that disgusting stuff so much. Like, Oh, it wasn't that bad. Dude, it was nasty. Like, some dude had a box cutter shoved <laughs> through his cheek. We yep. watched this girl rip her finger off. And, oh, like, I'm not good with blood. And this movie was disgusting for me to watch. Like, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, it was... Very difficult for me to watch some of the stuff in this movie. I don't know why, like, some some violent movies aren't too bad for me to watch if it has a lot of blood and gore, but this one was making me squirm. I hated pretty much all that gore, nasty stuff in this. It was just too too much for me. Don't feel too bad. I mean, you know, a lot of it doesn't bug me, but some of them, like there's a scene where a girl gets stabbed through the arm, and then the person rips the knife down the arm. That one makes me cringe a little bit, I gotta say. I guess kind of cringe in a good way, though. You know, it's gross, but it is a little cool. <laughs> See, I was doing that at the start. I was like, ooh, that's nasty. But then it kept happening and happening and happening. It's like two hours nonstop of just nasty, lots of blood and gore stuff. Like, everything else, amazing, but... For me, that's like what I remember from this movie, more than the fights. So, too much gore and blood for Mike. That's super brutal, yeah. That always surprises me how, like, crazy, <laughs> gnarly this movie gets. Was, yeah, like that chick with the, the wire weapon that she, like, just wraps around that guy's wrist and it just, like, ugh, shreds Oh, him. that was nuts. It's, like, super creative, the way things they do. I've been stuff I haven't really seen in, like, other movies, but also, yeah, it is, like, ooh, kind of, yeah, makes you flinch a little bit it's phenomenally done though too like this is all pretty much practical effects it looked like for the blood and gore a lot of it is at least from what i could tell like if there was cgi in there it wasn't super noticeable but it was in the like middle of fights and cameras moving around and cuts and stuff so i'm not gonna hold it up against the production stuff but just be aware like this is a nasty movie it is very brutal and i loved it i was i was having a blast with how brutal this was i was like this is great like when they had the fight in the meat locker oh man that was that was legit they were like smashing people's heads with meat they were like stabbing each other with bones you got like a they had a bone saw out in butchers with butcher knives stuck a dude on a meat hook yeah, they meat hooked a guy. I loved it. I was having a blast. I think it's the one where, like, you realize where the movie's gonna go. You know, there was one earlier with, um, Eco Uwes? How do you say his last name? Does anybody know? Who are you talking about? What character? Arian. Like, he has a fight before that, but, man, that one in the meat locker is where stuff gets real. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, because Arian's got that, that sick, like, bottle thing he does where he like shoves the bottle up the guy's throat 
Like, it's a wicked fight, but it's very, like, I feel like it's very, like, the raid kind of grounded with his kicks and minor stabs. But then we get to the meat locker, and it's, whoo. It goes nuts. Whole new level of gross in there. Yeah, it was cool. I loved it. It was great. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's something you're either going to like and be about, or you're going to be like, man, that's too much. And I was in the too much camp. Like, it was so visceral and brutal and prevalent throughout the entire movie that it like took away from the fights for me which is really my only major criticism of this movie it is two hours long and there are a lot of long fights i mean (laughs) it's a long time to keep your eyes on it at some points i was like how is he even still standing at this point like (laughs) (laughs) yeah no joke so ridiculous Very, uh, like, berserk, kind of guts character, just too angry to die. Yeah, I think, yeah, all the, the fights and stuff are super well done, too. I, I really like the, the choreography and stuff. Um, this is another case where you can really tell, like, the actors are actually doing their own stuff with it. And it's, it's really impressive, I think, just watching them, yeah, duke it out in such, yeah, in such brutal fashion. Kind of doing a mix of everything. They use guns, they use their hands, they use things they just find lying around. They're doing all sorts of stuff. Yeah, it's phenomenal, and I wish that it wasn't as gross to me because I wanted to watch more of the fights and stuff and not be grossed out. But I'm done talking about that. So, yeah, the the fights were awesome. They're super brutal. The people are doing it in camera, and it's shot really well, too. Every fight is shot pretty cool. They do some weird stuff with the cameras, too, like, there was a shot when Ito's like taking on people in the like pool house, um, and the camera's like behind his head as he's punching people. Oh, I was gonna ask how you guys felt about that one because I, I didn't like that. Yeah, I wasn't too keen on that. It's it's kind of weird. It loses a lot of the impact at that angle from actually hitting people. It reminded me. There's a, there was a movie that did that really well. Um, in that kind of vein, it was what was it, Upgrade. He kind of shoots a lot of his action scenes kind of like that, what they were going for with it. And, and he, he, you know, whoever directed that, the guy who did Invisible Man. But yeah, this one, it just kind of felt weird. It felt like it was so out of place compared to all the other shots they were doing in the movie. There were several times it seemed like they were doing kind of like experimental test kind of stuff just to see. At least it's very limited when they do do it, you know, like it's not there for very long at all. So that's nice. <laughs> yeah. I think the other one that kind of bugged me was when Ito's fighting the operator in his ex-girlfriend's house, and she kicks him through a door. They do like a weird angle and kind of track him down from underneath him. I, I don't know, it felt weird and was very shaky. Yeah, they experiment around a little bit, and like you said, Dan, it only lasts a few seconds, and then it's back to like more traditional filmed action, and all that stuff is really well done, I thought. It's great that they do the traditional filming of it so much because, I mean, it's so good. I want a nice, clear picture of what's going on. So no shaky cam. Just get a nice shot of people beating the crap out of each other. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's awesome. I feel like all of these movies where um, Eco, whose last name we can't pronounce, that plays Arian in this, is like the fighter or action coordinator. Just have like really good long take fight sequences. I think he's a great choreographer for that sort of thing. 
Yeah, I think that guy actually did. He was an actor in uh, Man of Tai Chi, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Definitely a talented dude, though, yeah. Like, if you see, if you watch those raid movies, he's, like, the main guy. I think he's, like, a nationally ranked, like, fighter in his martial arts style, even. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, when he fights with um, Joe Ta- Taslam or whatever. That plays Ito. Yeah, when they fight at the end, I mean... You could tell, like, Ico's got the upper hand. <laughs> He's so cool when he fights, too. He just, like, beats the crap out of him, and it's nuts. Like, he's doing, like, all those punches and stuff real fast on his body and things and kicking him and crap. I really like the, like, the feints that he did where he'd, like, pretend he's about to kick him, and then he would wait for a second, and then he'd just punch him instead or something. Like, those were really sweet. Really different, too, because I, I don't really see that a lot in fighting movies. His fight at the beginning, too, in the club was so awesome. <laughs> I loved it. The music, the lighting, he's in his suit and just, like, <laughs> just takes him out. Oh, that was sick. That one just, like, really oozed style. I almost thought of, like, the drive, or not the drive, just drive. I, I, I kind of thought of drive in that instance, just kind of like, yeah, the, the ambiance and the music and the just the cleanness of it, I guess. That's what it reminded me of, too. That and then when the they had the lotuses fighting at the end too. Oh, that was sick. Ooh, I did love that. My visual moment was from that. Like the two girls were locked in combat in front of that glass wall that had the neon light behind it. That was so cool. And like the camera panned out slowly and you got the fly that like suicided into the fly electric thing. <laughs> like it was weird, but I thought it was cool. I'm glad they took the time out of the fight for that small moment. It's like all their locations are really distinct too, which is nice. Like I can picture them all perfectly. I agree, Dan. Something I wrote down was like this movie and the raid, um, out of each location they have major fights, they utilize the location completely. Like they're grabbing things off the walls from the floors. They're throwing each other into stuff in the location. Like they just utilize so much from the location in every fight. It's awesome to see because not every action movie does that super well, but these movies do. I guess something I like that this movie does too is all the like side characters and side villains are pretty cool and like unique. You can remember each one, well, at least I can, and you can pick them out because of the weapons they use, the fighting style, how they look. This in the raid, they definitely do a great job of utilizing their side villains in cool factor, and I love that. This one's like almost to the point where it's almost like an anime with all of these super iconic like side villains that are just so unique and weird. And <laughs> Yeah, I think the villains are definitely... Super well utilized. Very iconic. The main character, I don't know. I don't really think he... I mean, he he's like the main guy, so of course I'm kind of forced to stick around with him. But I didn't find him as interesting. His friend... One of his friends was cool. I liked like Bob or Bobby, whatever his name was. <laughs> he was legit. <laughs> he was iconic. But his other two friends, I wasn't like as enthralled by. I didn't really necessarily care too much about them. I do feel bad for his one friend, Fatih. That's like dating his ex and lives at that house they hole up in. I feel bad. That guy's just like, you've killed us all, but <laughs> guess I'll have to live with it or die with it. And even they kicked 
butt too. They were so cool. <laughs> I know. They were all so good at fighting. It was awesome. <laughs> I love Bobby. You're like, how is this guy going to be any helpful with his missing foot? And then he's like, I'm Bobby the Invincible. Yeah, he was the best. They fought like a hundred people, it seemed like. Like, they beat up all these dudes, kill them brutally in these nasty ways, and then they just keep coming. Like, if I would have been one of those dudes, I would have just turned around. I was like, man, they just messed like 30 people up. I'm not going in there. It's like, what is it, the sunken cost fallacy? Like... It feels like you're committed, I guess, at this point. So you just have to keep sending wave after wave. At some point, it's like too much. You know, it's like, you know what? Forget it. We don't need to murder this little kid. We can just leave her alone. It's not that important. Like, why are we? It's more of a quote unquote message. It's the principle, though. Yeah, but once he's wiped out my entire gang. Yeah, I'm not. You know what? If he's taken out even a third of my gang, I'm going to go, well, okay, you know, <laughs> we're cool. <laughs> it's fine. It's Maybe fine. we shouldn't fight these guys. They're covered in like 50 people's blood. Yeah, that's <laughs> just one of the things. These, these movies, they fight a ton of people and they have like never ending amount of dudes for them to kill and beat up. At some point, somebody should just bring a, some guns in there, <laughs> you know? Yeah, it makes no sense story-wise when you think about it, but, like, watching it is cool. Just watching them fight these insane amount of dudes. Yeah. Well, I think the conceit with that is that... So so where does this movie take place? Is it in China? I couldn't tell. I have no idea. I think it's Indonesia. Well, they, they call Aryan... Uh, outsider like for foreigners and he's indonesian isn't he so i don't know oh they're in jakarta wherever jakarta is oh it's the capital of indonesia okay oh okay so the conceit for a lot of these has always been like a lot of the asian countries it's really really hard to get firearms in them so that's why everybody knows martial arts or whatever so yeah but we see plenty of guns in this movie, too. Yeah, but it's always, like, the real higher-up people who have them, so it's, it doesn't bug me too much. <laughs> no, it doesn't bug I'm just I'm kind of poking fun at it, but yeah, I don't really care. I mean, it's, it's a martial arts movie. In theory, they should all just charge them all at the same time, and they would just lose, you know? But no, we got to kind of fight them semi-one at a time. No, we're not going to all come at them at once, you know? You don't want him to do the big four-person finisher and murder everybody at once, right? <laughs> <laughs> he probably could. Yeah, that's true. That's my only, like, complaint i guess with this movie is that they resort to that a lot unfortunately because i mean that's something like look at the raid too and he's pretty much fighting everybody at once and that's partly why that movie is so awesome especially like the last hour of it but in this one it's like yeah he's gonna fight him one-on-one for the most part there's a few times when he's fighting multiple people at once but it's usually just one-on-one. I think the beginning of the pool house scene is the biggest offender, but you can actively see dudes just milling around in the background. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Waiting for their chance. Yeah. <laughs> Although towards the end, though, I guess the last, like, six to eight dudes kind of all rush him at the same time, and he does that ridiculous move with that guy on his shoulders. <laughs> that was so awesome. <laughs> that was nuts. <laughs> I love that. That was great. <laughs> Maybe that's why they don't all come at once. You don't want to be the guy on his back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. When you see a man armed with another man, you never approach. That's, that's the lesson there. 
That's right. They're just cutting up their bro. Like they're just chopping them to bits. To be fair, yeah, I think I would be pretty hesitant to just jump in there. I guess I might just sit back and watch for a bit to see what happens. I don't know. Yeah, I wouldn't even try. I'd be like, I'm out of here. <laughs> I will say, I guess my biggest complaint with this is it kind of has my same complaint I always bring up with like Mad Max Fury Road, where it's like almost too much action. Like the action's all well done. It's great. But I really start to get kind of burnt out of it towards the end. I don't know. I just... I think it would help if I felt more for, like, the main characters, but, like, I'm here to watch the action, and they deliver with that, but I don't really care about the main guy at all. I actually, I think I like Arian better, um, and I like uh, his friend, I like Bobby better, but I don't really like the, the protagonist that much. There's really not that much they go into, and when they do, it feels like it's a little too late, you know, we get that kind of at the end, like, their backstory, but... I think it would have helped if they would have, like, established more of their, like, personal connections and stuff earlier. I think that might have helped me, like, be more engaged with the, the fighting. Well, I think they um, they kind of hint at it at the beginning when they go to get Arian. And they're like, your friend is who won the six C's or whatever has gone rogue, basically, and you got to go take him out. And then you they show that picture of, their crew and they were still they weren't big time criminals or whatever yet right and they're all together so they hint at it but yeah they don't they save the development until you get to the big confrontation at the end which that didn't bug me too much since they addressed it at the start for me i guess with these kinds of movies since everybody's a bad guy essentially it, it's they did just enough to make me sympathetic, right? Because it, it's like the John Wick scenario, you know? They go kill his dog, which was the last thing his wife gave him, so now he's on a rampage. They kill all of them, right? It's like, it's just, it's another one of these, except this guy, he's like, all right, I wanted to join up here, but I was disillusioned, and now I'm just out here slaughtering innocent people. And I don't like it anymore, so I'm going to try and save this one girl, and that's going to be representative of me changing. It, it makes me sympathetic just enough that I'm interested to see how far he's going to make it. Like, I don't really care too much if he dies, but I'm interested to see if he can do it. And, and I I appreciate that in these kinds of movies, like, I just watched the new Suicide Squad um, recently, too, and I really, like, didn't care for them trying to do the whole redemption arc and prop them up as heroes again in that one. So this was, like, a nice breath of fresh air when I watched it because I was like, ah, yes, I don't have to... They're not trying to redeem these people. They're all bad guys still, but, <laughs> you know... I think they are the trying to redeem the main guy a little bit. I mean, he's trying to save the girl. A little bit, but that's not the main focus of it, really. Kind of, once again, I guess I feel like, you know, if he is like a Guts character, like, are you redeemable for doing good things when really your favorite thing is killing people? Yeah, and that would have been a good, like, thing to bring up, some more character. I, and they, they mention it like once or twice, where it's like, at least I don't get high on murder or something like that's what they say. But I think they could have delved more 
into this stuff. I don't know. It, it wasn't quite enough for me, I don't think. Like, I could have used more maybe even, like, relationship with the little girl or something. Maybe, like, seen, like, a reason why something clicked in his head to save her, that kind of stuff. I don't know. It just felt, like, so, like, almost, I don't know, generic, like, bad guy turns good because he was going to, he had to kill a child but decided not to. Like, I don't know. It just, like, of course, this is the reason why he decided not. I don't know. I, I could use more relationship building up between, like, the characters. I don't think he's good yet either, kind of like what Fox said. He just wants out because that's not what he wanted to do, and it doesn't sit well with him. I don't think he's a good character just because he's trying to get out, you know? But he is sympathetic. Well, he's good because he's trying to save the girl, though. He didn't have to do it. He could try to leave after he killed her. Yeah, that, well, that's why he's sympathetic. I still wouldn't argue that he's redeemed or anything, especially well, yeah. after the movie is over. But, you know, it, it, it's it's one of those types. Like John Wick, he's not a good character. Right. But I, I think I care a lot more about John Wick. Like, they, they do better. I, he, he, they, just, he, like, they spend enough time establishing the relationship between him and that little dog to make me really care. Or in this one, it's like, I don't really care well, about... about this same amount of screen time as him and the little girl yeah but this one wasn't as effective for me like i didn't really care i'll side with you on that tv i they do spend about the same amount of time but i feel like we get less reason to sympathize there's no wife with a terminal illness and cute puppy and it's just i wanted to save a kid because i guess i i don't like killing people when i have to do it because someone else told me to i just like to do it when i want to do it I don't think he necessarily wants to do it. Like you said, he says that thing, you know, he doesn't get high off of killing people and stuff. It's just he has to do it in this situation. Didn't know what he was getting into when he joined up. But he got pretty far. He's the six C's. Well, they don't go into that very much. So <laughs> we don't know what he did to become a six C's. For me watching this movie i think the story is pretty bad for the most part like it wasn't interesting for me but the like proportion of story and character development compared to the fights is like not even <laughs> i think that would be interesting how long were they fighting in this movie compared to character development and story because it feels like it's three-fourths fighting one-fourth um character development but I also think the um, little girl angle to get you to care for this guy is not that great because, I mean, this dude murdered, like, that whole girl's village and family. I don't see why this girl should be, like, connected to this guy at all. But they try and pull it off that way. And I'm like, why are you doing that besides trying to get me to care about this guy who I shouldn't care about because he's a dirtbag? But, I mean, it's serviceable to get you to the fights, which is what most people are going to watch this movie for, is the fights. So, it's not, like, in your face, but the more you look at it, like, that little girl angle does not make sense to me. She does watch him, like, help gun down what might be her mother or a relative <laughs> right before he saves her. So, that's a good point, you know. I hadn't really thought about that. Yeah, if only, if only he'd had to change a heart, like, maybe a few minutes earlier. <laughs> before he slaughtered oh god yeah so i i did have a think about this actually i got the impression from this that 
like he was getting fed up with it before they took out that little girl's village or whatever, you know? And they have that that shot of him just like sitting there in the rubble doing nothing while the rest of his cronies are out there killing people, you know? When I was thinking about it, I was like, maybe he wasn't like, like he was there overseeing, of course, but maybe he wasn't involved in that massacre, really. And he just showed up there at the end. And maybe the that's why the girl was like, fine with him saving her because he didn't she didn't see him doing anything he just shows up and then saves her basically i can see that but like if i was a kid and that happened i would try and get away from that person the first chance i get i would not be like oh don't kill uncle ito i'd be like no (laughs) kill him take me away please yeah probably probably that that's a lot harder to argue against (laughs) Besides the supporting cast being pretty nice to her. Right, yeah. I would have loved it, though. Yeah, if they would have spent a little more time with Ido, like, showing his, like, what you were saying, like, the hesitancy and, like, the skepticism about what he's doing, you know? He's not actually partaking as the massacres are happening. Just spend a little more time at the beginning would have been nice, I think, just to get me to, like, really, I don't know, at least capture my heart a little bit more. I won't say no to more character development ever. <laughs> but but I will also like with what Mike was saying about I don't think the movie's all that interested in the plot anyways. I think it really is more interested in the fights, which that's fine. Like I don't think its goal is to tell like a super like character focused story. Um it wants to it's really simple, bare bones. And yeah, and, and it it does what it wants to do and it accomplishes it pretty well. They they were smart keeping it pretty contained between this guy's old crew and then them trying to survive this onslaught so that that was i will give him props for that it was pretty smart keeping it the story pretty small and tightly focused on them and i'll get yeah i'll give props to yeah the guy who played bobby and the guy who played arian because i like both of those characters with the little amount that they kind of had going on i guess arian's got quite a bit of development he actually gets quite a bit i would say compared to everybody else but like bobby he's just like such a <laughs> crazy his performance is so nuts i love him so much in this movie and he he doesn't do a whole lot but when he's around i love him i wish this movie would have stuck with like the synth soundtrack it had um like heavy synth in the club scene i thought that was really cool um and i thought it vibed well with the action, but it doesn't. And I don't really remember any track in this movie besides the synth. So I guess I'll throw out, I, I, I didn't really remember a lot of the like catch a lot of the music the first time around. And I was a little, paid a little more attention this time, I guess. And I, I there is like a lot of like really bizarrely chill synth wave going on, especially when they're back at the safe house, even like on the, uh, the girl fight, there's like, light synth wave in the background i felt like it was kind of quiet like the the club scene it was really loud but the rest of the music was really like in the background i like it and i just think it's muted i think if they mixed it up a little bit it certainly wouldn't hurt anything yeah there was something weird with my audio though i think i don't know if i messed something up but like i went to like uh on netflix to like mess with the subtitles um because i was like i would love to have subtitles during the english parts too just so i can like catch everything 
but it's kind of that's always kind of weird and tricky in like these four foreign language films because when they speak English, they just assume they don't need to do the subtitles, so I guess they don't do it. And so I'm like, I, I go to click and I like clicked on the whatever Indonesian language, but with English subtitles, the, whatever the default is. And all of a sudden, like the, the the audio like track felt like super different. Like it felt like it was like they used like a different recording take or something. And it was like I don't know. It was weird. It got like more echoey and it got like bassier. So maybe I messed something up with my <laughs> sound bar. <laughs> but I was like, wait, what? I don't know. I agree with you, Terry. Like I wish. I think it's on Netflix is bad. They should have just kept subtitles through the whole movie. Because when that dude who, I, I don't know, was he a six C's? I guess the overarching bad guy villain dude. The old tiger or something. Yeah, the guy with like the Hawaiian shirt. Yeah, every, every time him and Arian like started speaking English, I had a hard time like making out what they were saying. And I wish there was subtitles there. Or if they would have just like stuck with uh, Indonesian. but. I don't know. It was I didn't catch what was going on when they spoke English about half the time. I, I guess I do kind of like that. There's 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 Indonesian, English, Mandarin, Cantonese, and French in this movie. French. Yeah. Whatever. Um. The operator and the blonde girl with the the big knife are talking. They're speaking in French. Oh, she's French. Okay. It reminds me a lot of the anime Black Lagoon, which also takes place in Indonesia. But there's just like criminals from all over the world so it's this massive culture clash between all these different low lifes and their style of low lifery the melting pot yeah exactly yeah i guess maybe you know like english is the language they both share so i guess maybe that's why they have to default to that i don't know they do have a scene of Aryan reading like an indonesian dictionary isn't he i assumed he was from indonesia but i know right <laughs> I'm very confused about why he's the outsider and why he has a dictionary from his own country, but maybe he's supposed to be, like, Vietnamese or something else in Southeast Asia. He was in Hong Kong, I'm pretty sure. That's where his club was. There's some sort of thing going on there with that, which is kind of interesting, but, yeah, it's not super important. So, who is the biker girl? Like, I think she was part of that lotus group or whatever but i didn't really get her angle on things and that was my big problem with the story like i loved her she was freaking awesome in the movie but i don't really know why she was there so does anybody know i think she was there for vengeance against the six c's for some reason she was trying to like hunt all of them down that's what i thought i don't know so she's just like an assassin <laughs> yeah she's just like an outsider who showed up to kill everybody honestly most of my understanding and context for her comes from like rumors of the next movie which is night of the operator if they ever make it so yeah it sounds like her whole deal is she wants to kill all of the six c's which didn't they all die in this no, there's there's only two of them in this one, Ito and the old tiger guy. So the 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 French girl and the girl with the string weapon, they weren't the in the six C's? No. They're part of the Lotus. Okay, so what's the Lotus then? I think it's like female um martial artists, I guess. I think they were part of the old tigers like group of baddies, henchmen, whatever his I think his 
Sixie's name is Big Spender, maybe. But yeah, they, they don't make it very clear what their role and purpose and affiliation is, do they? Because I, I thought the old guy was a member. I thought Ito was a member. I thought those two girls were members. There's like a weird sniper rifle person outside that I just kind of assumed was a member. And I guess there's one mystery member that I can't think of. But that's what I thought. I, I guess I just got that wrong. It's not clear until you read the IMDb trivia and then they tell you, oh, hey, there's only two six C's in this movie, which I think is another fault of the story. Like people just kind of show up and they say things like you should recognize what it is or what they're doing, but you just don't. Like this is a movie with the story that basically gets you from fight to fight. And it's like, we're not going to explain it. Just go with it. <laughs> eh, I think it's a bit better than that. I wasn't very confused on the six C's stuff. Um, I just didn't know who the operator was. <laughs> that was my big problem. Yeah, they do not do a good job introducing her and who she's with and why. Yeah, she just shows up and like snipes some people in her awesome costume. Her entrance was pretty sweet. Yeah. Yeah. I love her look. And even though it's like really simple, it's just she's cool. <laughs> yep, yep. I'm glad she's there, even if I don't really understand why. It's just all right. You're cool. She reminds me a lot of the Punisher using guns and traps. And, you know, I guess if Ito runs in with no plan to just brute strength everybody, she's always got a plan. And she's sneaky, too. Yeah, she's, like, stealthing around and stuff. I really hope they get to make the movie about her. It'd be, it seemed, as far as I know, it hasn't been greenlit for production yet, but... Man, that would be sick. I would love it. I wish we would have got a fight between her and Arian in this movie, because I feel like that would have been a lot more interesting fight than the one with Ito, because they were both super, like doing all these kicks and stuff. I, I don't know how to explain it. They were just more fluid, and Ito's just kind of a big moving tank who just can take more punishment than anybody else, apparently. You know, his last fight with Arian there, like, the amount of punishment and damage they both take, like, as human beings, right? Like, I I was watching it, and, like, I like did, like, a weird chortle chuckle thing out loud, and then I was like, wait a minute. I think I did that exact thing last time I saw this. It's so absurd, like how much they do to each other and then get back up and fight. And Arian does such a good job at first. Like, I'm surprised Ito even had to come back. Like, how did that even happen? Dang. Yeah, that didn't make much sense to me, but the fight was cool. He just brute strengths himself through everything. <laughs> It really is like he lets Arian beat the crap out of him and then he goes and just finds things, you know, gets one big solid hit in like like when Arian kicks that metal pole accidentally. Oh, oh God. That makes my leg hurt so much just looking at it. But I guess that's Ito's whole style. It's just getting one big hit in, whereas Arian's that classic, that style of martial arts Builds where he gets in damage over time. all those hits, little hits I at think... once. Both of those actors did an amazing job showcasing how taxing that fight was on them throughout the fight, and especially at the end. Like, the actor for Ito, when he was, like, limping out the door, 
and Arian shooting at him, I was like, man, you can't tell. He doesn't even care at this point. He's just like, yeah. <laughs> I need to get out of here. <laughs> and I'm going to do it through like sheer will. They basically killed each other in that fight. <laughs> I know. The end does kind of make me think that they're going to find a way to save Ito, like at the start of the next movie, if they ever make it. But I don't. I hope they don't. I don't know. He takes so much punishment. <laughs> yep. I did like how he's, when he stabs Arian in the throat afterwards, they mix in all the gurgles and stuff with his, his voice. That was great. Oh, <laughs> so nasty. You know, I guess, you know, while this movie isn't like heavy on story and character development, I do feel like that is a really intense scene when Arian's like, just kill me, just do it. And Ito's like, I can't kill what's already dead, man. And that was probably the most like character-driven fight too. Was I guess since they'd like been friends for such a long time, and then now they're, I guess, competing with each other to see who comes out on top. Yeah, I think it's cool. These guys have been in like a bunch of movies together, and it's cool to see them do this fight. You know, like against each other, and not be on the same team. Oh, definitely. The fighting and choreography of their fight was so good like it was just so intense and i feel like we got the most character um, moments through that fight actually so i agree with you on that part they do good work together and i want to see them do more stuff is this movie i i think i saw on imdb like did this get an nc-17 rating or is it unrated on Netflix? Because I think on Netflix it comes up as TVMA, but it technically has an NC-17. And it's all because of the blood and gore in this movie, right? Well, then there's nothing else for the NC-17 rating in this. You know what it reminds me of is like the beginning of Saving Private Ryan. But if that scene lasted for two hours instead of 15 minutes. <laughs> That's what I was going through, man. It was it was a lot. That was like traumatizing to 13-year-old Fox. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I think it's the context, too. Like, you feel it. Or at least for me. I felt it a lot more in Saving Private Ryan because of the, like, scenario. And it's like, it's just a bunch of poor kids, basically. They're going through hell and that, you know. And then in this one, it's like it's a over-the-top martial arts movie with a bunch of detestable people, so. Yeah, I agree. I just think there'll probably be other people who are like me when you watch this movie. When your blood and gore are so much that it takes away from, like, the actual sweet fighting that's going on. To where I don't want to watch the fighting because of it. I think that's too much. Like, I just think it was way too much of that. This, this was kind of why I was so curious to see what you guys would think about this one. It's because it just goes so far with it. Like, I, I don't know what else I, I've seen that compares to this in that regard. Besides, like, a movie like Saw. Like, the only other movie that I, th I think I've seen that's this blood... Well, there's a couple... There's Ninja Assassin, but that's super stylized blood, and it's not really gory like this one is. It's just real bloody, but it does have a lot, a lot of blood in it. And then 
the Piranha remake was really nasty too. Yeah, be wary with the blood and gore. Um, you could have uh, what happened to Mike, but if you like that, you might be like me and just absolutely love how brutal this movie was. <laughs> I had a blast watching it, just seeing like all the guts and gore and blood and I don't know, it, it was fun. I was like, it's impressive that they're able to do as much as they did with that. I bet it was fun for them to actually like do it too. And I'm at the part where I have different reactions to it in this movie. Like I can appreciate the production and technical aspects of it because there's a lot of it and it's done super well and it's in the middle of these intense fights like that these effects and practical stuff was going off like i can't even tell what was cgi and what wasn't even even if they use cgi i have no idea so like that was all really well done but i think this is a case of they were like i wonder if we can do it and then they didn't ask if they should do it they just did it and it like puts me off because there's so much of it i get it i get it I am very desensitized to blood and gore nowadays. So. <laughs> yeah, I do like that stuff too. I mean, I like it usually too, but this one got me for some reason. Does anybody have anything else about this one? Are we ready for some overall presentation? I'm ready. I'm ready. I could ramble for a while. Let's do it. So we got a scale we use to rate these movies. It goes from Burn It. Pass, watch it, or buy it in that order. We're all going to give a little spiel, and then we're going to land the, I guess, maybe not the death blow. The life blow could be the death blow. Who knows what kind of blow we will land in this movie, but... Yeah, you know, usually it's a kind of a random choice. We kind of... we I'd say we cycle who goes first, Um, but... Yeah. Uh, I was just thinking... You know, it's just like, I, I think back to the days when I do go first, and it's just, I don't think I can do it anymore, you know? I <laughs> I gotta take a break. I gotta I gotta send somebody else to do this job, an up-and-comer, uh, an ambitious person, you know? And, you know, I, who can I think but my, my longtime pal, Mike, to, to take my place as the, uh, the guy who goes first? <laughs> I'll, I'll gladly do it for this one. You know, for this movie, I'm, I'm mixed. There's a bunch of awesome fights in this movie the production the choreography the like camera work is super good for like almost this entire movie and this movie is mostly fights i think it's three-fourths fights and maybe one-fourth character development and just people talking and that comes at a cost to the story but i mean i didn't really watch this for the story i watched it for the fights but what a disgusting movie, boys. Like, this is nasty, and it's two hours of nasty stuff happening, but it's all really well done. I'm going to give this movie a watch it, but with a big disclaimer, like, I don't think I'll ever watch this movie again because it was just so disgusting, and I, like, felt sick to my stomach watching half of it, and I turned away from the fights for some of it. So I think they need to tone down some of that for me in the next one if they make it which i do hope they make it because nobody makes fighting movies like these guys just nobody does it and it's cool to watch it for that aspect rad you know i'll i'll apologize if this overall summary runs a little long 
You know, I'm, I'm so glad we got so much discussion out of this one. I like the first time I saw it super late at night, right? Like I hadn't really talked to anybody about it yet. So like I, I finished it and I loved it, but I felt kind of dirty. I was like, like this, you know, this isn't the raid. You know, the main guy in the raid is a cop, you know, I mean, he's doing horrible, brutal kills, but he's got a reason for it, you know, and it's not necessarily John Wick with a man who is out of the biz and is forced back into it. Here we've got a guy who who might enjoy some murder from time to time, you know, he it's it's not super clear what his motives are, and it is, as Mike stated, some nasty stuff that goes down. And you you don't always you don't you don't see that a lot in martial arts movies. You know, we just watched Man of Tai Chi for our last one and it, it made a big deal about how killing is wrong and how the art should be used more for meditation and you know, I guess bettering yourself. As opposed to something like this that's really focused on pretty much just the killing. <laughs> but that said, a, a big thing for me lately, um, you know, my, my fiance and I, been, we, we, we listen to a, quite a few horror books and we like horror movies and I like action stuff like this. And a big deal for me lately has been stories that go there. And I don't really know how to describe what that means other than just... You know, it's not, ah, you know, I, I think some of the best... the limit? Yeah, like, I think a good example is, like, The Conjuring versus The Exorcist, right? The Exorcist goes there. It's willing to show you some nasty, messed up kind of stuff in a story, but I think we're getting to a point where I just feel like I've consumed so much media that I need stuff that is willing to break out of the mold and go there. And this movie does, you know, I, I, I love characters in film that are avatars of a certain trait. And if this movie was an avatar of something, this movie is the penultimate description of visceral. And I gotta say, for that reason, for me, it's a buy. I mean, if I can get this thing in like a collector steelbook, give me an autograph from these dudes, I mean, I will hunt that stuff down, because I, I, I love this, I gotta say. Like, like, like you said, Dan, this is so cool i have a blast every time i could put this on in the background while i work and when i get a break look over and see a wicked fight and i love it it's an it's an easy buy from fox i have a great time i think mike's points are valid it is pretty darn dirty some real hard i mean i, I wince and cringe sometimes in this one even but it is super cool one of my favorites yeah, I think if you're coming here for the fights, I think that is what they nail. And I think that's what the filmmakers themselves like really wanted to put the most effort into. And that's what they really wanted to succeed. And I would say they did. Like, the fights are awesome in this movie. The Yeah, the blood and the gore, they don't really mind. I don't mind that stuff so much. Um, but yeah, it is visceral. And yeah, you know, I wince and kind of like curl up in a ball sometimes when I see certain things like, oh, you know, that kind of thing. I'm groaning at the screen. Um the main thing as I have issues with, I guess, are like the the characters. I think I, I wish I could get more attached or at least like be able to follow along with the main guy more, kind of understand him better. I think that would help for me. Um, some of the side characters are better than others. I think the villains are pretty iconic. Um, I like all the villains in this. The, the, the thing with this one, though, I think is that it, it's just so much action. And I mean, I love action, but. There is a point, I think, for me where, like, I kind of start to get, like, I start to zone out a little bit. I get a little burnt out on the the constant adrenaline rush. Um, that Yeah, I guess that's just my biggest 
issue with it. It's the Mad Max syndrome, as I like to call it. But it's it's not a bad movie by any means. I like the choreography. The fights are solid. Um, they're all good. I, I'll give it a watch. It it's definitely worth checking out if you want to watch something super intense and want to watch some pretty cool fights. I always find discussing blood and gore in movies interesting because for me it comes down to the context of the movie and how it's being used right like, like i said earlier it's for me it's more effective in something like saving private ryan because of the context in it or in something like hostel which i absolutely hated it feels awful and disgusting and dirty in that movie because of the context right but in this one it for me it's it's super over the top got some awesome martial arts action and it's about a bunch of dirtbags who you know i don't really care if they kill each other <laughs> to be honest so for me i freaking loved how brutal and bloody and gory this movie was cuz it was just a lot of fun i had a lot of fun watching it and like wincing and being like oh you know in a good way it was fun and i thoroughly enjoyed it and the martial arts in it is so awesome like it reminds me of the raid but more brutal i liked the characters um even though they didn't get a ton of development they had just enough to make me sympathetic for them and they stay a lot of the side characters stand out quite a bit like we talked about too which helps out my only problem with the story was the operator, um, the biker girl, I didn't really get what she was doing, but, you know, she was so awesome that I didn't really care too much <laughs> either at the end. But, yeah, I loved this movie. It was so cool. It was the highlight. Well, I guess I watched it on Sunday, so it was a great way to start the week off with this <laughs> awesome, <laughs> super gory, bloody a blood movie. Bath. <laughs> yeah, this bloodbath. <laughs> this is like the easiest buy it I could probably give to a movie. It's so awesome. I wonder if you can even buy it since it's on Netflix. I wonder if they've released like a physical version of it. Well, I think I saw somewhere, and someone correct me if I'm wrong, that um, I think, I don't know if it's the production company or, or like, have the distributor, but um, I think it was tied to Harvey Weinstein's company, and after all that stuff went down and they liquidated the company, Netflix picked it up. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know if they had plans to do, like, a cool, you know, disc release or something with it. I saw some on eBay, but I bet those are, like, bootlegs of it. Oh, <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> So who's got the next pick? Who's going in for round three? Man, I've got this one, and I, I checked the parents' guide on IMDb just to make <laughs> <Wow>. sure <laughs> it wasn't going to be terrible. Um, so I'm going to pick Ong Bak, the Thai Ooh. warrior. I've never seen this movie, but I've seen the like art covers of Ong Bak 2 and 3, and it looks nuts. I don't know what it is. But I've never seen the first one, and I do want to watch it. Have you guys seen it? I've been wanting to watch these forever, but I just never got around to it. I, I own the, the trilogy, but yet have not watched any of them. <laughs> <laughs> I've had this since I was in college. I bought this in college. I still have not watched them, so this is perfect. I didn't know 
this about the movie though until I was looking at it, but like their tagline is like, there's no CGI, no stunt doubles and no wires. So like, this is just dudes going at it down and dirty. I don't know much about this. I know almost nothing about it. So I'm excited. Me too. But in the meantime, any listeners out there want to tell us your thoughts about the night comes for us. Uh, you can find us on Facebook or Twitter at run the real. Tell us your thoughts, your opinions about, the night comes for us. I keep almost saying it comes at night, but <laughs> it is the night comes for us. And yeah, any other martial arts movies you like, uh, any other movies in general, you got recommendations, stuff like that, let us know. Was this movie too bloody, too gory? Did you feel the uh, the Mad Max syndrome as I've tagged it? Or are you like Dan and you're just in it to win it? Yeah, having a good time. <laughs> we did have quite a spread on this one on our opinions so nice yeah so tell us yours we'd love to hear from you be sure to get in contact with us and tune in next week for ong bak i think we're all excited to watch this one it sounds like so i am yeah this is great and i'll just throw this out here a new thing to add to this little spiel if you ever feel like uh you know if you want to throw a review or something on there maybe we'll read it on the show i don't know uh for us on like iTunes or something. Do it. That'd be nice. We do have one review on iTunes and it's a great review. Oh, I should read it. Yeah, that's a good point. Let me just pull that up. We do have one that's been there for a long time. I didn't even notice it for the longest time, which is sad. <laughs> I guess that shows how much I paid attention to these, but let's find it. <laughs> Shh, don't say that on the recording. Yeah. <laughs> I swear I'll be checking. <laughs> uh, it says, the best. Nobody parties like these guys, especially Terry. <laughs> I didn't write this, I swear. <laughs> he throws down like a wizard every which way to Wednesday. Not sure where they came from or how their molecular structures allowed them to share the same space but you'll be glad it happens on a weekly basis oh how nice thank you that's on itunes it that's is. amazing it's such an awesome <laughs> review the way we exist in the same space is that we don't we talk online that's how we survive if we ever touched we would disappear and obliterate ourselves so <laughs> i think um you know i think a lot of my molecular composition is um you know ethanol type things uh <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> oh and, and that review is by uh steven with a ph i think is how you're supposed to say that i'll just I'll just go ahead and admit he uh, he he. I know the person who reviewed that. Yeah, uh, but um, he told me that's how you pronounce it. <laughs> so, thank you for the review. And if you got any others, you want if you do it, just if you get the inkling, go ahead and do, put a review on iTunes or something. Tell us what you think. Love us, hate us. <laughs> yeah, indifferent. We'll never listen to us. Why not? Preferably good reviews, but I mean, if it's negative, that's fine. We'll take constructive criticism. Yeah, we don't always give movies good reviews. I wouldn't, you know, deny our listeners the same opportunity. <laughs> yes. Just figured I'd throw that in there every once in a while, you know? Anyways, thanks for listening to us tonight. We really appreciate it. This is Run The Real, signing off.